0: Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a fan of trans representation. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories.
1: It's 365
0: with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's 365 today in 2018 the cw show supergirl announced the casting of the first live action transgender superhero at comic-con it was revealed that trans actress nicole Maines would play nia nal a recurring character on the show from season four onward at Comic-Con, a reporter asked the show star Melissa Benoist, who plays Supergirl, why now is a good time to feature a transgender superhero. She said, it's always the perfect time. And she's right. Media representation is always important, and it's never too soon to break down barriers in Hollywood. Another castmate, McCud Brooks, who played James Olsen on the show, said, I mean, it's gonna be normal later. Supergirl might be Nicole Maines' first time playing a recurring role on a TV show, but she's no stranger to the spotlight. From the time she was 12 years old, she has been a vocal advocate for trans rights. When she was a child growing up in Maine—yes, Nicole Maines grew up in Maine—a legislation was proposed that would make it so that people could only use the bathroom that corresponded to their biological sex. Since Maines had been out to her family as trans since she was a toddler, she had grown up as her true gender identity. So many of her classmates didn't know that she was trans. So if she couldn't use the girls' bathroom like all the other girls at school, she would be outing herself as trans, potentially exposing herself to danger. That's a lot for a 12-year-old to deal with. So her family sued the school district for discrimination in the case Susan Doe versus Regional School Unit 26. Nicole was known as Susan Doe to protect her identity as a minor. In 2014, the Maine Supreme Judicial Court decided that it violated the state's Human Rights Act for schools to prevent students from using the bathroom consistent with their gender identity. This was the first time that a U.S. state issued a ruling like this. At the time, Maines told Glamour about how excited she was that her case could set a legal precedent for trans rights. She said, They can look at what happened in Maine and see that our state leaders validated that everyone gets to be who they need to be. Because of the publicity of the court case, the Washington Post writer Amy Ellis-Nutt wrote a book called Becoming Nicole, the transformation of an American family, which walks through the family's experience with their child's transgender identity. The book ended up winning a Pulitzer Prize. The following year, in 2016, Maine's appeared in the HBO documentary, The Trans List, discussing her personal story of coming out. But things in other states hadn't gone as smoothly. Two years after the landmark ruling in Maines's case, North Carolina passed House Bill 2, or HB 2, which restricts access to restrooms and locker rooms based on the sex assigned at birth. North Carolina remains the only state to pass such transphobic legislation. How could this bill pass if the one in Maine was deemed unconstitutional? Well, since these are statewide laws, it's up to each state's individual constitutions. So while Maine's constitution might find these bathroom bills to be human rights violations, North Carolina's constitution did not. Even in the music industry, the North Carolina bathroom bill was highly publicized. Stars as big as Bruce Springsteen canceled their North Carolina concerts in protest, raising awareness about the harmful nature of these bills. And thankfully, some parts of the bill were repealed the following year. But it wasn't completely repealed until 2020. On Supergirl, Main says she's used her own experiences as a trans person to inform how she plays her character, Naya, whether it's embodying the insecurities she's felt while dating, or the anger she feels when people imply that she's not a quote-unquote, real woman. There's been a lot of debate in Hollywood over whether cisgender people should play trans characters, and if trans people can play cis characters, but Main's performance as Naya shows why it's so powerful to have trans people play trans characters. Maines told Variety, with actual trans people portraying ourselves, we can say, this is what trans looks like. You do not need to be afraid of it. Around the same time that Maines was cast in Supergirl, Scarlett Johansson was cast as a trans character in the movie Rub and Tug. The casting sparked a lot of backlash, and trans actors like Jamie Clayton from Sense8 and Trace Lisette from Transparent explained the struggles that they've had in the industry. They pointed out on Twitter how hard it is for trans actors to get auditions to play cis characters, so it's insulting when cis actors get cast as trans people, since those are often the only roles trans actors can get. Johansson ended up dropping out of the role and apologizing for her misstep. The project is still in production and will now be a TV series instead of a movie, and yes, it will feature a trans actor. Hopefully more and more trans actors will get their chance to shine in the spotlight, whether it's in roles as trans characters or not. Nicole Maines is doing great in Supergirl, and I can't wait to see more trans performers get the opportunities and recognition that they deserve. Now, it's time for some music facts. Today, we have a very special guest. Nari is here to join us
1: and tell about a special day in their life. Hey everybody, this is Nari, and three years ago today, I got dumped. At this time, I was a biology student and really hated everything I was doing. I was super boring, wasn't passionate about anything. So that summer after I got dumped, I decided that I would do fun things. I learned how to tattoo, and one thing led to another, and somehow I found myself at the Hot Flash Heatwave house tattooing them right after tour. And they are such nice guys. So I was singing along to a song while I was just poking away, and Ted from Hot Flash Heatwave asked me, if um, I was a singer because I had a really good voice and I said no. And he was like, oh, well, you should try. So I did. And um, I learned guitar. I learned how to write music from there. And the rest is history. Now I'm Nari. Ended up meeting more bands, tattooing more. It's really just a great time. So Grant, if you're listening to this, thank you for leaving or else I would have never done anything just with my life at all. Thank you.
0: And now for today's final segment, I'll be going back into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a July 22nd in my life. July 22nd, 2015, I went to visit one of my mom's old students whose family actually owns a farm. And the time that I went, they had about, they had a new litter of kittens that had just been born, I guess. They were a little bit older though. These kittens were probably like around a month old. They were so Cute. If it isn't already very clear, I am a huge cat person. I love dogs. I think that all pets of all kinds are the cutest things ever. But I love cats. Like I love cats more than a lot of things in my life. And that was basically like my ideal day was just being on a farm. I could go hang out with animals, but I really was there to just hang out with these kittens who were fresh little guys. They were so cute. They were so fluffy. And I don't have cats or any pets here in New York, um, but I am looking into hopefully adopting one soon. I have no idea what is stopping me, but I hope that I, I can I can adopt a cat soon and I will give you updates as those come. Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past.
1: It's 365
0: with MXM 2